We really should stop this fighting. Otherwise, we'll miss the fireworks. There won't be any fireworks. And here we... And welcome, everybody, to Socket. I am the great and powerful King of Kings, Prince of all that is awesome, Derek. How the fuck are you tonight on this... Wednesday, September 6th. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Um, just, yeah, if you've been paying attention to the news, you know what's going on, but we're not going to fucking mention it tonight. We're just going to kind of gloss over it because it's everywhere. Everyone's talking about it. No, we're going we're gonna to talk about music. We're going to talk about life. We're going to talk about fun shit because you don't, you don't care. You didn't come here to be bogged down with that kind of crap. So that's what we're going to avoid tonight. So that's all I'm going to mention of it. Just, if you live in the D.C. area along with me, just be safe. That's it. Done. Tonight, though, I have with me one quarter of a Orange County, California punk rock band that's been around since 2000. So, you know, they're, they're no spring chicken, but they're badass. And... They rock as hard as they did 20 years ago or 21 years ago. Holy shit. Um, Bill, if you're, I know you're listening. You're getting old, man. So am I. So we're right there with each other. But, but, but anyway, they're releasing some new shit and they just released a new single and video, um, ironically called 2020. Um, it's a badass video. Check it out. Link is in the description of the video and the podcast. And we'll get to all that and more. But without any further ado, please welcome one quarter of the band Chaser, Mr. Bill. What is going on, my friend? Hey, how you doing? Good to be with you. Hey, man, you too, man. Um, it's a pleasure. It's all mine. Trust me. Trust me. So how's uh, how's things over in California? How's the weather? How's everything going? The weather is always pretty good out here, so that's that's one thing. Um, you know, and we're we're all just hunkering down for the most part, you know, and trying to, like everybody, trying to really get through this time, this tough time. Uh, and we're just trying to stay safe and, uh, you know, trying to stay active musically as much as possible. And, you know, uh, that's, uh, that's really what we're, what we're into probably like about a lot of other bands, a lot of other people just yeah. trying to keep our heads above water and, uh, try to stay creative and, and, you know, until finally we can, uh, we can get through this and, uh, start touring again, playing shows. Yeah, because you guys are on full lockdown again, right, in California? Yes, yes. I mean, outside of, I mean, again, that's, <laughs> you know, that, that that's hit or miss sometimes depending on the community. But, um, yeah, the schools are still closed for the most part. Uh, you know, outside of essential businesses, they were pretty much, pretty much shut down. Yeah, that's how, I mean, we're not as shut down here. Um, I mean, we're as close to being fully locked down as we possibly can in the Virginia area and Maryland area. Um, DC as well. Um, well, 
DC's on a completely different um, scale right now, but, um, you know, like, you can't have, like, gatherings of, like, 10 people or more. Restaurants are open, but, like, it's every other table. Um, you have to wear your mask in, and you have to wear your mask out. You have to wear your mask at your table until your food comes, and... Sure. sure. Yeah. So I mean, and it's pretty locked down. I mean, all the music venues are obviously closed down. Um, even the bre- yeah. even the breweries aren't even letting, you know, musicians just come in and play acoustic sets by themselves. You know, because they don't want to gather too much of attention because they want to be able to at least have some type of, you know, crowd. And I'm like, this is like, it's it's so bad. I, I, music of all things. I mean, even I'm I'm a comedian and I miss being up on stage. But you know, aside from all that, you know, my solace in life my the one thing in life that i enjoy more than anything else more than telling jokes is just listening to music and you know it's fun to have you know you know live bands do you know you know youtube you know streams or twitch streams or whatever the case might be but nothing compares to being live yeah, I agree. I agree. I think uh, as a fan of live music, I miss going to shows and certainly as a performer, uh, I, I miss playing shows a lot. It's It's been very difficult. And the hope is that on the other side of this, there'll be a renewed kind of uh, interest and um, kind of a fervor for live music that will come through and she will have packed shows and, you know, just bands that will just be out there just pushing it and just doing all the things that uh, kind of like almost a reinvigoration uh, of sorts even not that we weren't excited before but like there's something like this kind of will hopefully give everybody whether you're a fan musician both whatever a new appreciation of live entertainment not just music but theater and opera and whatever you're whatever you may be into exactly i mean i i think we definitely took it for granted you know, I mean, I, I took for granted in 2019 being able to go to, you know, 10 different shows that year. You know, I mean, luckily in this area, I mean, everybody comes through here multiple times on tour. And, you know, we're able to go to the Jiffy Lube Live or able to go to Maryland, you know, f- you know, hit the backstage or, you know, hit the stuff over in, you know, this place or over there. We have everywhere. And I took that for granted in 2019. I mean, I saw so many different bands at so many different venues and... Then last year, nothing, and it 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 sucks. I mean, I I just keep replaying, you know, the fun that we had back in, you know, at least in 2019, um, with it, and you know, just the especially the camaraderie that the rock community has. You know, it doesn't matter if it's punk, metal, or just straight rock. You know, our community as a whole is so it, it is it's so like you know tight you know tight niched it's just you know when we're at a show together it's we're bonded and we're just there to have a good time and and i miss that camaraderie yeah definitely i i think that that's 100 percent true I, actually before you said it i was going to mention that that the community component of punk and hardcore and, and metal and rock and all that stuff is just you know it can't be replaced by anything it's really that's what makes it so difficult is that there's a there's a void in, in, in people's lives, myself included, that just cannot be replaced by anything. You know, you, that doesn't mean you don't appreciate the other things that fill you up as a person, you know, whether it's, um, you know, listen to music uh, on your vinyl, you know, or listen to, to vinyl records or, you know, being around your family or, you know, anytime you can get together with a friend, but it's, yeah, there's nothing that replaces that, 
community of that music, that live music community that brings you together and you just meet a new friend every time you're there. And it's just, there's, that's really, that's a very difficult thing to replace. So fingers crossed we can get it back soon, sooner yeah, than later. It's, 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 like I said, that camaraderie, like, like we just both agreed on it. It's just insane. I mean, last year I went and saw the Slipknot Road Tour in September and um, Slipknot, Volbeat and um, Gojira and I can't remember who the other one was, Behemoth. And um, it's a great show, but I wore a Volbeat shirt from like 2013 at a festival that they did, and it was the, I wore that tour shirt from like 2013 or whatever it was. And one of the guys, like you know, at the show was like, "Dude, I went to that one." I was like, you know, I, I love you know being able to hear that, and it's just you know, you know, and talk about different things, and just nobody knows anybody, and it's just you know, I I, I miss that. It's it's you know, it's like a big you know, sorority or fraternity, but like combined into one, it's just, you know, a fraternity or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. And it's, it's a, so fucking beautiful. And I, I just, I miss that sense of just of togetherness. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Well, the hope is that with the vac- vaccinations coming in, hopefully there's a light at the end of this tunnel and we can all just stay safe and uh, you know, just, just, you know, really, really hope that we can get back by summertime for sure. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, I'm also still here in 2022. Are you hearing that as well? Uh, you know, I, I think it's all over the place, honestly. I, I don't think anybody really knows um, because there's a lot of it's, it's a, a lot of factors involved, a lot of variables. Um, so, you know, it, I, I've heard 2022 is probably going to be the time when everything's open. But maybe, you know, it's not going to be an all or nothing kind of situation, at least in my view. I think it'll be some things will be happening um, and some things won't be. But, you know, the hope is that it'll be kind of a slow roll. And, you know, by 2022, I think that would be a pretty good guess that everything will be kind of full on like it was before. But, you know, maybe you'll maybe you'll have shows, but see people with masks at shows, which would be fine by me. Whatever you need to do to get us together because as we know, punk and hardcore shows are not going to be a thing, at least in my view, that's going to matter if it's socially distanced. It's just not, I don't know how you do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that I'm opposed to that. It's just, I don't know how you go to a, punk, how you perform or go to a punk and hardcore show if you can't like be jumping on each other, you know? And you maybe, can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't. So there's just an energy in the room that's just like, okay, you stand six feet here. And it's, I don't no idea how that would even look. So Maybe it comes down to, okay, well, we'll do outdoor shows. Well, everybody can wear a mask, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. but just to be together, maybe that would be like a thing that like we can make happen. So that's kind of my prediction is that as the vaccines start to roll out and the case cards start to come down where we're not stressing our hospitals, maybe people, even when they're vaccinated, just say, you know what, I'm going to the show. I'm going to get crazy. I'll wear a mask just to be extra safe. And we'll, but we're still going to be together. We're still going to do this thing together. And, and that's my hope is that we find a way because, you know, we I think as a community, we have to find a way to be together. And I think we will yeah. one way or another we be together safely yeah. and, and responsibly. I, I agree with that. I mean, and you mentioned punk and hardcore, but, you know, metal's the same way, you know, of I mean, course, I mean yeah. you can't go to a, you know, to a metal show or a hardcore show or a punk show without having a circle pit or you know, at least jumping up and down or rushing the stage and everyone just crowding yeah. around. I mean, 
Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah, it's one of those that's things. That's what makes it exciting and fun, and you know, <laughs> that's why we all go to those places. Exactly. Those, uh, those shows. Yeah, or you know, having the the lead singer, you know, stage dive and you know, crowd surf and sing while he's crowd surfing, or she's you know whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's just. Fuck, I miss it so much. <laughs> I know. I know just thinking about it makes me want to just make it happen. But again, I, you yeah. know, I can be patient and I think we're all being patient. And, you know, the time will come and we'll find a way to be together safely soon enough. I, I really feel that. And I feel it, too. I mean, especially if we look at like Europe right now, I mean, they're booking tour after tour after tour, festival after festival for next year. Now, they might be being a little optimistic, but at the same time, they're at least attempting. You know, right yep. now, the only thing that we have booked for this coming year is like Aftershock. And that's like in October of this year. Yep. I mean, other than that, I mean, there really hasn't been much announced. So, I mean, yep. you know, we're we're not even announcing stuff. They're at least announcing it and saying, let's hope. But we're kind of taking that extra step. And I, and I kind of like that. But at the same time, it's like, you know, if they get it, if they're doing it and they, they pull it off and, you know, what are they doing differently? And, you know, what can we learn yeah. from that? You know, and that's the kind of big thing. Yeah, completely. So, you know, one of the things that I have enjoyed over the last few months is talking to, you know, smaller bands, indie bands, you know, independent label bands that have still taken the time this year to make sure that their fans know that they're still here. Um, putting out new music, you know, doesn't matter if it's a single or if it's an EP or just a seven-incher, you know, whatever the case might be. Indie bands have put out more music this year, at least recognizable music, because they're not competing with, you know, the bigger bands of the world. Um, sure. And it's it's astounding to me, because I'm able to open up Spotify a week after I talk to one of these bands, and I'm seeing them on the featured list. Or I'm opening up Amazon and seeing them on the featured list. Or, you know, sure. it's, it's amazing to me. You know, what is it like on the other side of things. I mean, what was the conversations like with you guys saying, Hey, we need to do something this year. I mean, do we just want to put out a song? I mean, I know you guys just released a new song, but what was the conversation like as far as what you guys wanted to do to stay relevant in the eyes of your fans? Um, well, to start, we finished recording the album, uh, the new record that will be coming out in 2021. Um, almost a year ago, you know, pretty maybe February of 20. 20 we finished recording and we had every intention of releasing that record in the summer of 2020 and we had tour a couple tours booked around it and you know like doing the doing the thing that we do which is you know release a record you go on tour to support the record you know as bands have been doing for years and that that was kind of the thing so um and then all of a sudden like two weeks after we finished the record it just covid hit and it was just um everything shut down and so we were sitting on the album and trying to figure out a way, yeah, having a discussion about like, wow, like, what are we going to do with the record? Obviously, the tours are not happening this year. Once it became very obvious within the next month or so through April that summer tours were just done and it wasn't going to be a thing, uh, then we just decided, okay, well, it doesn't make a lot of sense to release the record in summer 2020 when we may not be able to tour for at least another year. Uh, and we had some flexibility at that point. We hadn't. Um, you know, officially signed to labels and we hadn't, you know, because there are some bands that had that did release in 2020 in the summer. And, you know, I understand that they, if they had a release schedule with the label, that's something you have to do. You know, you have to follow that. That's um, 
and and they you know of course made the best of it and there was some great music released this year by some bigger bands as well um that were on bigger labels uh but we didn't have a, a label yet so we were able to kind of like sit back a little bit take our time figure out who was going to release it what we were going to release and because we definitely wanted to release some new music in 2020 but just not a whole record you know so we came up with the idea of releasing uh, we recorded two extra songs that um, were not going to be on the record and we were just kind of pocketing for possible compilations or maybe an ep after the release of the record but we just decided look it's you know this is something that we can uh, put out to the fans who we were talking about releasing a record so it's like okay once we realized that was not going to happen but we did want to have something for the fans to really be able to uh, listen to and kind of let them know where we were musically at that point um and so we released the look alive seven inch in um august mm -hmm. or at least a single in august released the ep in september um and we, it was two singles uh that we released and uh, a two song seven inch and it did really well we sold them out in probably 24 to 48 hours and uh i think we had a you know a limited run of 300 and something 300 to 400 um seven inch records and uh you know so it, it, it's been doing well on the streaming services and so you know we were really excited about how that was received you know and, and we were excited that people were still excited and following us and we were happy to to give them something that they they seemed to really enjoy so um and then we released a, a few months later in november we released a cover we did a cover song for it was a for a bad religion day it was it was um uh, it was a group on Facebook that wanted us to do uh, kind of be interviewed for Bad Religion Day. And we did a Bad Religion cover as part of that. Mm -hmm. And it was a, obviously that's a huge influence on our band. And so we did one of our favorite songs from Bad Religion, Skyscraper. We recorded a nice. cover and, uh, you know, it was received really well. And, you know, so that was another thing that we were just excited to do. We hadn't done a cover before um, or at least in a long time. And uh, so we put that out and, you know, we, we didn't have any physical copy it was just a digital release but um you know again it, it did really well and uh people seem to really dig on it so so it has been um it has been cool to be able to stay active and creatively active and you know we're already starting to write songs for the next record but for right now obviously our focus is to really make this as successful a release as we can we released 2020 as the single our first single off the record um on january 1st and we have a few more singles coming as well and so uh you know release date is still being solidified for the record but uh you know we definitely have we're excited to start rolling some new things out and, and really start ramping up for the release yeah the song 2020 is a badass song too by the way oh thank you thank um you. so regardless of whether or not you're gonna be able to tour you're still gonna release the album yes yes we are going to release the album yes so what was the idea behind that? I mean, being that you want, if you know, if you, even if you can't, you know, tour, what was the idea behind that? Um, well, just given, you know, we kind of waited on to see how uh, things were progressing. Uh, and it just came, I think we just made the decision that um, it was, even if, you know, worst case scenario, there's no tours in the summer. We felt like, okay, well, at the very least, we can probably tour within a year, which we felt like, okay, that's even if we have to wait till November to do some tours, we're still going to have an opportunity to support this record within a year, which I think was, I, I think that's kind of a, I, you know, it's again, this is an arbitrary thing, but 
I think that's kind of an okay time span to say, okay, even if we can't tour within two months of its release, you know, if we can tour within six months to a year of its release, which I think given the situation uh, with the vaccines is definitely very plausible at this point. Yeah. And I agree with you on that because I mean, of some of my favorite bands, um, you know, even my favorite band of all time, another Orange County band, Event Sevenfold, you know, has been talking about how, you know, that they're still in the process of making this album and it doesn't, they don't care if it takes three years to make the album because they don't want to be able to put it out without touring because if you put an album out and then you can't tour it for like a year later, people are going to forget about it. And I, I completely disagree. You know, I yeah. completely disagree because right now people are, yeah, I mean, Taylor Swift put out two albums last year. Miley Cyrus put out an album last year. You know, Bring Me the Horizon put out an album last year. You know, a lot of bigger bands did put out albums, but at the same time, you know, indie music never stopped and it was it just kept carrying on. And I think the fans are going to recognize that. And fans are going to yeah. say, hey, wait a second. You know, this band or this band or this band, you know, basically anyone with Mike at Earshot, you know, still put out music this year. You know, um, let's go ahead and give them the attention they deserve, you know, stream their shit. And then when it comes out, they, they can tour again. Let's go ahead and give them a shot. But, you know, other bands, you know, they're still going to go and listen to them. I'm still going to go ahead and buy that record when, I, when you know, Venge Something comes out. But at the same time, I'm holding a little bit of a grudge against them right now. And I'm not streaming their stuff. I'm streaming everybody else's stuff because I, I you know, I'm craving new music. And, you know, the indie community is doing that. Yeah, and I, and I think there is a certain um, desire to see even a band that released an album a year ago. Uh, there's a desire to see those songs done live. At least I have the desire. I love hearing a new record and saying, wow, I can't wait to see that that song done live, you know. So I think that you're right. We are in a very unique situation. It's not normal times where a band would release a record and then not tour for a year later and everybody would be like, where, why weren't you touring <laughs> during the time you released? I think everybody gets it, mm -hmm. understands, and is going to be ready and just excited to see bands perform their new songs and obviously their old favorites too. And just, uh, I, I don't, I, I don't see um, there being really a, 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 I'll forget about that record or whatever. I, I just think the times are so unique and, and fans are going to really be excited, whatever band you're a fan of, that you're just going to be really pumped to see what they got. Uh, live once once we come back yeah and you know to further that conversation too i mean another one of my favorite bands is a band out of uh massachusetts a band called ice nine kills you know put on an album two years ago and i saw them perform that album four times you know over the course of you know the la you know before covid hit i saw them perform four times but i'd still go see them again tomorrow performing that same record, you know, that they've been touring on for the last two years because it's just a damn good album and they put on a damn good stage show. So, you know, as long as the band is out there and, you know, staying in front of their fans, regardless of that, they're going to, you know, fans are going to flock to them. Like you said, I mean, it's, it's, if they're their favorite band and they don't, you know, they don't leave the eye, they still put out other stuff. They're, you know, still grabbing the attention of their fans. They're they're The fans aren't going to leave their side. I agree. I agree. So, you know, what's the so what's the plan as far as a release schedule and how you guys are going to promote it, being that you can't um, tour? Um, well, we have some videos uh, that we're going to be using as uh, promotion. Um, you know, that's we didn't we chose not to do a live stream. Uh, we haven't done a live stream yet. That's been tossed around a little bit. I know a lot of bands have done it and it's 
I've watched a few of them and some of them are, uh, a lot of them have been fantastic. They've been done they just have. a great job with that, with the, you know, the production value has been really high and it just sounds great. It looks great. Um, they really bring in a lot of energy. We haven't taken that route. We, we're going to do videos. Um, and so uh, that's another method we're going to use to kind of promote the singles instead of just dropping a single on a streaming um, platform. And then uh, we're going to have some, you know, new merch items coming out. Um, you know, so it's like, again, it's just staying engaged and providing content for the, the fans that, uh, that are following your music and uh, trying to bring in new fans into the fold as well. I mean, we're really focused on that too. Like, cause we feel like there's, you know, we definitely have a very strong loyal fan base uh, that's very small and we're trying to expand that fan base, you know, and just get people more interested in our band, people that, you know, with are fans of bad religion and no effects and Pennywise and, you know, have never heard of chaser. And once they hear chaser, we really feel like we've gotten a lot of positive responses that, Hey, I never heard of you guys. The song is awesome. Like I'm checking out your catalog. So like, we're just trying to bring more people into the chaser fold and let them know about us and what we're doing. And, you know, hoping that uh, if you like these bands, you know, check us out, you know, we're doing our own thing, but you know, we definitely have that kind of nineties melodic punk sound mm -hmm. uh, that can be, you know, we do, uh, we think we provide a pretty good variety as far as, uh, you know, really fast skate punk songs. You know, we have, uh, you know, kind of some more mid-tempo stuff. And so, you know, we, we are true to who we are. And we just hope people kind of, uh, we hope some new people can dig on it for sure. Now, um, you guys have been around for a long time. And, you know, have you guys, you know, you know, without, <sighs> let me try to word this properly here. Um, so with the pandemic and not being able to tour for the last, you know, year and possibly this whole year, who knows, um, are you guys looking at it as a well-deserved break from the road? Because, you know, that can kind of, you know, take a toll on yourselves, especially after the you know length of time that you guys have been together. Are you guys take it, you know, talked about that at all? Or are you just, are you just saying, fuck it? We don't even care. We just want to get back on it there. Yeah, I, I think it's more the latter, you know, um, we're not a band that can do 200 shows a year because we're just you know, we work jobs and we have families and stuff. So we tour as much as we possibly can. Um, so we're not a band that's out there really grinding to the point where it would be like, oh my God, I need a break from this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so we love it, man. Anytime we get to tour, we are like, just can't wait to get back out there. So it, it's been definitely that vibe. Like we're excited and we are just dying to get playing again and just to tour again. And so, yeah, it's um, that's, now I can see a band that maybe, does 200 shows a year might be like wow it's a nice break to spend with my family and spend a little more time at home and stuff but we're just uh we're not that band at, at this point anyway um of doing all those shows per year so it's been more definitely driven towards wow we're excited we can't wait to get back out there and, and that's what i love to hear i mean I, I to be honest with you everyone i've asked that question over the last three months they've all given me the exact same answer there's only been one band um and they, you know, they had broken up because of the road schedule, and then they just recently got back together. Um, and uh, you know, we talked extensively about that. And uh, but other than them, I mean, everybody else has just been like, no, we just want to get back out there, um, which yeah. I completely understand. I mean, and I'm wanting you guys to get back out there too, because again, I mean, it's one of those things where I just I, I want to see live music. Um, you know, the punk genre has. Let me try to put this into proper words. Has taken um, a weird turn over the last 20 years. 
you know, from pop punk to, you know, skate punk and, you know, hardcore. And, you know, it, it started to have the, what I like to refer to as the metal effect to where now there's like 50 different subgenres of punk and, you know, people are loyal to, you know, 70s, 80s punk. You know, they don't think that pop punk is, you know, is anywhere near as good and it's not real punk or, you know, do you feel, you know, in today's age, there's a place for all of it or are you still, you know, stuck on one style of punk and that's the way it is? Um, well, I have my preferences for sure. I mean, I like, I like, I like both, um, the melodic, you know, a lot of the fast melodic punk from the nineties. That's what I kind of grew up on in a lot of ways. Well, more or less, you know, um, you know, some bands like bad religion and Pennywise, good riddance, those kind of bands. Yeah. Um, and then I, I personally love hardcore music. You know, I, I, um, when I was younger, much younger, I started getting the bands like minor threat and, you know, bad brains and, Agnostic Front is still one of my all-time favorite bands, and I love the New York hardcore stuff. You know, Sick of It All, Agnostic Front, Chromags, uh, you know, Gorilla Biscuits. I love all that stuff, and but I also like some of the kind of not newer hardcore, but like you know when it became a little more metal. Like Agnostic Front kind of led that charge, but I love bands like Tear, and you know, kind of a little more on on the kind of the metal you know, a little bit, a little bit more intense, a little heavier, uh, hate breed, stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I like it all, <laughs> to be honest. I like some of the, the old punk too, you know, for sure. So uh, it all has its place in, in my heart, you know, and at different times I've really been into one or the other, but uh, it all brings a little something different. And I think variety is good. I think at some of the festivals we've played, you know, we can play a set. I mean, we can play shows with, you know, whether it's a, a more pop punk band, or a ska punk band or a hardcore band. I mean, we've been on bills with all of those metal bands. I just feel like the community is very open to all those different styles. I've never met one person um, that was just into, or not, I haven't met many people. I'm not saying I've met anybody, but you know, people have their preferences, but the people when we have festivals, they dig on all of it. They really want to go see whether you're on the poppier end or whether you're into, you know, really intense hardcore, they seem to kind of like it, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, I just feel like there's a real openness to different genres. I don't feel like it's a competitive thing. I think it's like, a, I love it all, man. It all gives me some, it just makes me feel different, you know, but I still makes me feel alive and feel good. And like, I love being here and I love seeing it. Yeah. And I, I've noticed that as well, especially at uh, festivals. Um, you know, people just don't care. They're just there for whatever, you know, and everybody. But like outside of the festivals, you know, at least in my, you know, friend circle and, you know, the people that I've hung out with in the past as well. You know, that's when they get picky. You know, when they're in their car or when they're at home, yeah. they only listen to this. this is this is real metal or this is real hardcore. This is real punk. But then the moment they get to a show, then all of a sudden their guilty pleasures come out and they want to go watch everybody because they just don't care. And it's weird like that. I agree. You know, we I remember we had this um, uh, we were playing, I think, Grooze Rock um, in Belgium, which is a big festival out there. And it was 2019, I believe. Um, but there was a, a person that came up to our merch table and, you know, he definitely had like the jacket with the patches and the GBH and like some of the old, like old punk, you know, like the kind of stuff that was like, oh, this guy's not going to like our band, you know, because you just get something in your head like, oh, you know, he, I can see the kind of style he's into kind of the old British punk, you know, Sex Pistols, GBH, that kind of stuff like. 
oh, he's definitely not going to dig Chaser, but like he was there to buy a record. He saw the show. He loved it. I was like, wow, that, you know, because sometimes you have to break your own kind of like, um, you know, what you what you think is going to happen with a certain fan, this fan. But it's like I was really excited to like, wow, that's cool. Like, you know, you really dug on our kind of fast melodic skate punk that's more of the 90s style and not really the 70s style. But again, it, I always feel like live music and a live show has a way of capturing people that are outside of, you're right, like you said, the people that you in the car, you know, or like they, maybe they wouldn't put on your record in the car just or put it on Spotify, but then they see the live show and, and that just completely changes their perspective about what you are and who you are and what you're about. And we, we always, we try to put a lot of emphasis. We do put a lot of emphasis on our live show and we feel like just come see us live. We'll get you, you know what I mean? Like we want to capture your your fandom we want to earn your fandom basically just come see to come to a live show and then you know see what you think like so i feel like we can capture people that maybe wouldn't listen to us in the car or maybe they would but once we get them in the live show we feel like we're gonna we're gonna at least show you that what we're about and you can decide from there but i feel like we've captured a lot of people that way uh just you know through somebody a lot of people who just saw our performance never heard of us didn't know anything about us and they were at the merch tent buying our records and buying you know hanging out and talking to us about music we just love to interact with fans like that and interact with new people new fans that that's the best like i've never heard of you it's what bet what's better than that somebody who says i've never heard of you any of your songs before i saw your live show and now i want to buy all your records like that's just the yeah <laughs> that's a, that that's a real special thing yeah i mean i've heard of you guys before but i've, I've never really listened to your music um and then when i got the email back in december um, you know, announcing the release of 2020 on January 1st, you know, I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to give them a shot because I, I knew that you guys were eventually going to come on the show. And I listened to the song. I was like, damn, this is badass. And it made me want to go back and listen to all your stuff. And right. I'm that hardcore metal guy. But at the same time, this past year, you know, I've I've learned a lot about myself as, as, a, um, as a, you know, person that's listened to music um, over the last two years, I would say. You know, back in uh, 2019, I went and saw, you know, I, like I said, that band Ice Nine Kills. I went and, went and saw them, and they were opening up for Falling in Reverse. And personally, I think the lead singer of Falling in Reverse, Ronnie Radke, is kind of a dick, um, kind of an arrogant ass, but that's just me. Um, but at the same time, so I never really gave him a chance. And But then I was, so, but I was like, you know what, I paid the money for this ticket. I'm going to listen to this band um, and give them a real chance. And I was like, okay, you know, they're pretty fucking badass. And then I really started kind of getting into understanding who Ronnie was as a person. You know, he's been through a lot. He went to jail for something he shouldn't have done. And, you know, he learned a lot. He has a daughter. And, you know, he's been hated on for a lot. And, you know, I was like, okay, I really understand who he is as a person now. He's still kind of dickish, but he has a reason to be a dick. And, but I, and I enjoy the music now. And I've learned that a lot. I mean, especially with all these bands that I've interviewed over the last year, whether it be a punk band, uh, you know, a hip-hop group or whatever the case might be i'm like okay i'm starting to broaden my horizons am i still gonna be that person that's gonna listen to hip-hop in my car no but am i gonna clear my head and actually just enjoy it for what it is yes and then be able to talk to that person and have a good conversation with them about music in general absolutely so i've yeah so you you really hit the nail on the head there. i mean you when when you're looking for music and when you're seeking it out and you're at a show or whatever the case might be you're forced into a situation where you have to listen to it if you open your mind and give it a chance you know you're going to discover 
some of the stuff, the best stuff that way. And But when you're closed-minded and just don't really give a shit whether or not they're good or not, and you just like, nope, I'm, this is it. I only listen to this. You're, you're never going to discover some of the best bands out there. And you're going to miss out on a lot. Totally. And I always took that. I always looked at like what, what captures me is I always try to think about what captures me as a fan of music. And I, and I try to um, think about like our band, like taking on some of the, and taking on some of those ideas. And that is for me, if I see a band live and they just crush it, like they got me forever, probably. You know, that's like the one thing that's like so important to me and to us as a band is like, we just have to make every show just as awesome as we can and just bring, we are big into fan interaction. We want to make them part of the show. That's really important. We want to, we don't want them to just be kind of standing there and just kind of passively watching us play. We want to bring them and make them feel like it's a part of it. That's always been my favorite bands like that. Just make you feel like this isn't about us up here. This is about us as a community. We're all doing this together. You know, and we have the instruments maybe, but like this is a this show doesn't happen unless we all get involved with it and we all make it something awesome together. And I always feel like that's a really great goal to to bring to a show is saying everybody needs to be involved. Everybody needs to get crazy. Everybody needs to make this the most awesome thing that we're going to remember, you know, to really make it as good as it can be. Um, That that was perfect <laughs> that was that was so eloquently said i mean I, th- you can't get much better than that um and that's you know that's another reason why i've been you know with the exception of like maybe four or five people over the last three months i've been exclusively talking to you know just indie bands because again there's so much good music out there that's never been recognized in the way it should have been recognized and, you know, I like, you know, now that I have the platform and it's big enough to, you know, where I'm doing 40, 50,000 listens a day, you know, it's time to give some of these people that deserve fucking recognition a, a, a chance here. And I'm so glad that I was I did that. And, you know, I'm so glad that I've met so many cool freaking people. You know, um, I did a, a charity uh, virtual concert back in December for Toys for Tots and um, 13 of the bands that I had talked to, you know, um, all indie guys, all indie bands, um, all from Mike and, um, you know, all of them said we're there and they all sent me, you know, they all did, you know, a pre-recorded, you know, set and really great. And they just, they, they just, I could see in their eyes, even though they were in their basement or at a studio or whatever the case might be, they pulled it together and they just pulled, you know, just did something, you know, for, you know, for the sake of music and for the sake of, you know, playing again. Um, and it was really, really great. But again, the resp—it wasn't even about that. It was the response that I got later. You know, people were like, "Listen, like I've never heard of them before." You know, that's that was awesome. I, I came here just to donate to charity, and this band was on. And I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna stick around for a little bit." And you know, and all these new fans came out of it, and it was a really cool experience. And you know, I, I feel grateful that I was able to do that for all those guys. And I'm grateful to to talk to you and all these other people that I'm going to be talking to the rest of this month and and for the foreseeable future, because it's, again, it's all about, you know, broadening people's horizons and, you know, showing them what really out there, because there's more than just, you know, major label stuff out there. There's, there's a bunch of good stuff that, you know, and indie bands that don't want to be major label because they want to have more freedom and, you know, this or that, or whatever the case might be, or, you know, they don't fit into that mold, but they're still badass as hell. And you need to give them a chance just as much as you're giving everybody else a chance to. Yeah, I agree. There's, there's almost, there's so much good music out there now. It's, it's almost, uh, it's, 
I, I find it hard to even keep up with it. There's, I have a list of records that I want to listen to and I just, I haven't gone around. I mean, it's almost like, I don't know if you remember back in the, back when Netflix was like a thing where they sent you the DVDs from the, you know, <laughs> whatever, that used to be a thing. I'm yep. old, I guess, uh, I'm dating myself, but um, I remember you had your queue and it was like, yep. you queued up 25 <laughs> movies and you just could never like get never can keep up one and i feel like that's where i am with like records i have them all queued up in my saved in my spotify or whatever or saved you know but it's like i can't ever get to them because like maybe i find like i find it what happens is i find a record i really like and then i just listen to that record for a month straight and i just don't deviate from it you know so that that kind of caused it because like you know that feeling i i'm still a listener where if i listen to a record and it really captures me one time i'm like damn, I need to listen to that again. And then I got to listen to it again. And then I just got to keep listening to it. Um, and anytime I go for a run or do whatever, it's like, it's just on. And I just listen to it all the time. And so that really prevents me from moving on to new music because I need to absorb it into my soul almost, you know, until it's like embedded in there forever. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, there's, I mean, especially over the last few years, I mean, there's just been so much good stuff. And again, since I've been opening my eyes up to, out, you know, outside of the metal genre, you know, going more into, the, you know, punk and, you know, hardcore and this and that, you know, whatever else, even some of the softer stuff, I, I've just realized there's so much more stuff out there. And there's a lot of bands that incorporate all of it. And, you know, you get a little bit of everything with it. You know, um, like one of my favorite bands right now is another, um, I'm not even sure what you would consider them. It was a band called Knocked Loose. And um, they're just, they're they're kind of screamo they're kind of hardcore they're kind of punk they're they're a little bit of everything and it's just you know it's just amazing to listen to um but like I, there's so many other bands out there like that that it's just it's you can't absorb it fast enough and it and i love that i mean because for a while there the rock genre kind of did go through a lull but over the last few years it's kind of started to pick back up the steam again and you know, it's not that it ever died, and I don't believe that whole rock is dead thing. But, you know, it did go through a lull, and now it's starting to pick back up steam again, and people are starting to recognize it, and it's starting to really kind of gain steam again. Um, unfortunately, you know, can't tour it, but, you know, I think some of the biggest listens over the last couple of years, and especially if you look at, you know, iTunes and Spotify and everything else like that, some of the biggest records that are being streamed are rock music, and it's, and it's insane. Yeah, I think the demise of rock or punk or all the all the genres that I've talked about this being the demise of this or that or the other is is greatly over exaggerated. I, I just feel like people yep. are always going to want to hear like cranked up guitars and you know pounding drums and like that just does something to your insides that like you just there's never going to be any there's never going to be a time when that's people aren't going to want that or at least a certain portion of people are, a very large portion of people aren't going to want that or it's it's very primal i don't i don't know how else to say it it's just uh i, I don't i don't imagine that i i haven't seen that that's going to be a thing that just goes away you know maybe it goes through it changes it shifts forms you know again uh you know it, it, i think melodic punk is actually having kind of a nice little renaissance right now mm -hmm. there's a lot of great melodic fast melodic punk bands skate skate punk whatever you want to call them pop punk um and a lot of the again you got your heavy hitters that are definitely still bringing it and still releasing great records and they've been doing it for 30 years but they're still put i mean some of the bands that are, are still going after all that time are still very creative and still doing some great music and they're definitely not mailing it in at all and then you've got the up-and-comers you know and your kind of mid-level bands who are still putting out great music i just feel like 
in our particular scene, the punk scene, uh, there's a lot of great bands and there's a lot of great new bands and there's old, the older bands are still killing it. So it's like, man, I, I, I feel like we are going through a really good time in melodic punk for sure. That's the genre we know most about anyway. Yeah. Um, which is a genre that I'm learning about more and more every day because I, I just fell out of it for a long time. And now I'm like so excited to be back into it because it's, it's just opening my broadening my horizons like i've said a million times already today um so what is the uh, timetable for the next single and uh, possibly for the record for the rest of the year um we haven't solidified the final release date but i would say two more uh two more singles in the spring for sure would be uh so i would say within the next two months two to three months there'll be two more singles and then an album release shortly after that so i would say springtime later in the spring uh, or maybe mid-spring would be about a good guess in terms of when the album will be released. So, guys, click the links in the bio. Their website, their Instagram, their Facebook is all down there. Um, um, in the, the description of this video or podcast, it's down there. Click that fucking follow button. Follow them. Um, therefore, you can stay up to date on everything that they're doing because they're a fucking badass band and they deserve your recognition. So give them a chance. Because you know what? You're going to love them. It's, trust me. They're, they're some of the best fucking punk music out there right now, and I appreciate it. Um, I, I appreciate it more than you know, trust me. Um, but again, the single 2020 is out now. Um, stream it, watch the video on YouTube, um, and uh, just enjoy it. Bill, um, it's been a pleasure, man. Um, yeah, you guys are, great talking with you. You guys are awesome, and I cannot wait to see what happens next. And I wish you guys nothing but the best, and then hopefully we can get the hell out there and start playing and listening to some music again. Hell yeah, man. Let's hope so. But it was great talking with you. Absolutely, man. You enjoy the rest of your day. Keep your family safe, and uh, we'll talk soon. You do the same, buddy. All right, man. See you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You too. All right, guys, and that's our show for the night. Um, I'd like to thank Bill and you know the rest of the guys. Um, unfortunately, they couldn't make it, but you know, we had Bill. Um what a great fucking dude, and what a great band. Again, check out all of their stuff in the description of the podcast down in below if you're watching the video. Otherwise, click the freaking description of the podcast. But again, check it out. And again, um, I didn't talk about it. See, I didn't talk about it. Uh, <laughs> but again, if you live in the DC area, um, be safe over the next few days. Um, don't know what's going to happen. Um, but until later, again, check out the band Chaser. You won't regret it, especially that new song, 2020. But until tomorrow, guys, stay happy, stay healthy, and as always, stay fucking heavy. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Where's my outro? There it is.